Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of June and the 23rd of Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, Mordechai wrote letters to all the provinces in the Medo-Persian kingdom that the king allows the Jews in every city to gather and defend themselves. Esther 8.9 So the king's scribes were called at that time in the third month, that is, the month Sivan, on the twenty-third day, and it was written according to all that Mordechai commanded to the Jews, the satraps, the governors and the princes of the provinces, which extended from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces, every province according to its script. Well, this week our parasha, or section from the Torah, is called Shlach, which means send, and today's reading will be Numbers 14.26-15.7. through 15, 7. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe and to Aaron, saying, How long shall I bear with this evil congregation that complain against me? I have heard the complaints of the sons of Israel, which they complain against me. Tell them, As I live, says the Lord, surely, as you have spoken in my ears, so I will do to you. Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness, and all who were counted of you, according to your whole number, from twenty years old and upward, who have complained against me, surely you shall not come into the land concerning which I swore that I would make you dwell therein, except Kalev the son of Yafune, and Yehoshua the son of Nun. But I will bring your little ones, that you said should be captured or killed, in, and they shall know the land which you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. Your children shall be wanderers in this wilderness forty years, and shall bear your prostitution until your dead bodies are consumed in this wilderness. After the number of the days in which you spied out the land, forty days, for every day a year, you will bear your iniquities, even forty years, and you will know my rejection. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will surely do this to all this evil congregation who are gathered together against me. In this wilderness they shall be consumed, and there they shall die. The men whom Moshe sent to spy out the land who returned and made all the congregation to murmur against him by bringing up an evil report against the land. 
even those men who brought up an evil report of the land, died by the plague before the Lord. But Yehoshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Yephuneh remained alive of those men who went to spy out the land. Moshe told these words to all the sons of Israel, and the people mourned greatly. They rose up early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, Behold, we are here, and will go up to the place which the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. Moshe said, Why now do you disobey the command of the Lord, since it shall not prosper? Do not go up, for the Lord is not among you. That way you will not be struck down before your enemies. For there the Amalekite and the Canaanite are before you, and you will fall by the sword, because you turned back from following the Lord. Therefore the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the top of the mountain. Neither the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord nor Moshe departed from the camp. Then the Amalekites came down, and the Canaanites who lived in that mountain, and struck them and beat them down, even to Homa. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them, When you have come into the land of your habitation, which I give to you, and will make an offering by fire to the Lord, a burnt offering or a sacrifice, or accomplish a vow, or as a freewill offering, or in your set feasts to make a pleasant aroma to the Lord, of the herd or of the flock, then he who offers his offering shall offer to the Lord a grain offering of one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with one-fourth of a hin of oil. You shall prepare a wine for the drink offering, one-fourth of a hin, with a burnt offering, or for the sacrifice for each lamb. For a ram you shall prepare for a grain offering two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with a third part of a hin of oil. And for the drink offering you shall offer the third part of a hin of wine, of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. That was Numbers fourteen twenty six through fifteen seven. Today's portion from the prophets is Jeremiah or Yilmiahu thirty nine and forty. In the ninth year of Zidkiyahu, king of Yehuda, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel. And all his army came against Jerusalem, and besieged it. In the eleventh year of Zidkiahu, in the fourth month, on the ninth day of the month, a breach was made in the city. Then all the princes of the king of Babel came in, and sat in the middle gate, Nergel Sharezel, Samgar Nebo, Sam Sechim, Rabsaris, Nergal Sharezel, Rabmag with all the rest of the princes of the king of Babel. Then Tzidkiyahu, the king of Yehuda, and all the men of war saw them. Then they fled and went out of the city by night, by way of the king's garden, through the gate, 
between the two walls. And he went out toward, uh, toward the Arava. But the army of the Kazdim pursued them and overtook Tzidkiyahu in the plains of Yericho. When they had taken him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, to Rivla in the land of Hamat. And he pronounced judgment on him. Then the king of Babel killed Tzidkiyahu's sons in Rivla before his eyes. The king of Babel also killed all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he put out Tzidkiyahu's eyes and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babel. The Kasdim burned the king's house and the houses of the people with fire and broke down the walls of Yerushalayim. Then Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, carried away captive into Babel the residue of the people who remained in the city, the deserters also who fell away to him, and the residue of the people who remained. But Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, left of the poor of the people who had nothing in the land of Yehuda, and gave them vineyards and fields at the same time. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, commanded Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, concerning Yirmiyahu, saying, Take him and take care of him. Do him no harm, but do to him even as he tells you. So Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, sent with Nebuchadnezzar, Rabsaris and Nergal Sharezer, Ravmag, and all the chief officers of the king of Babel. They sent and took Yirmiyahu out of the court of the guard and committed him to Gedaliah, the son of Achikam, the son of Shaphan, that he should carry him home. So he lived among the people. Now the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu while he was shut up in the court of the guard, saying, Go and speak to Evad-Melech the Ethiopian, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, Behold, I will bring my words on this city for evil and not for good, and they will be accomplished before you in that day. But I will deliver you in that day, says the Lord. And you will not be given into the hand of the men whom, of whom you are afraid, for I will surely save you, and you will not fall by the sword, but you will escape with your life, because you have put your trust in me, says the Lord. The word which came to Yeremiahu from the Lord after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah, when he had taken him being bound in chains among all the captives of Yerushalayim and Yehuda, who were carried away captive to Babel. And the captain of the guard took Yeremiahu and said to him, The Lord your God pronounced this evil on this place, and the Lord has brought it, and done according as he spoke. Because you have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed his voice, Therefore this thing has come on you, and now, behold, I release you today from the chains which are on your hand. If it seems good in your eyes to come with me to Babel, come, and I will take care of you. But if it is evil in your eyes to come with me to Babel, do not come. Behold, 
All the land is before you. Where it seems good and right to you to go, there go. Now, while he had not yet gone back, go back then, he said, to Gedaliah the son of Achikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babel had made governor over the cities of Judah, and dwell with him among the people, or go wherever it seems right to you to go. So the captain of the guard gave him food and a present and let him go. Then Jeremiah went to Gedaliah the son of Ahikam to Mitzpah and lived with him among the people who were left in the land. Now, when all the captains of the forces who were in the fields, they and their men heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah the son of Ahikam governor in the land, and had committed to him men, women, children, and of those of the poorest of the land, and those who were not carried away captive to Babylon. Then Ishmael the son of Netanyah, and Yohanan and Yonatan, the sons of Kerah, and Siriyara the son of Tanhumet, and the sons of Ephai the Netophatite, and Jenaziah, the son of the Makartite, and they and their men came to Gedaliah to Mitzpah. Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shephan, swore to them and to their men, saying, Do not be afraid to serve the Kastim. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. As for me, behold, I will dwell in Mitzpah to stand before the Kastim, who will come to us. But you gather wine and summer fruits and oil and put them in your vessels and dwell in your cities that you have taken. Likewise, when all the Jews who were in Moab and among the children of Ammon and in Edom and who were in all the countries heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant of Judah and that he had set over them Gedaliah the son of Ahikam the son of Shaphan. Then all the Jews returned out of the places where they were driven, and came to the land of Judah, to Gedaliah to Mitzpah, and gathered very much wine and summer fruits. Moreover, Yohanan the son of Kera'ah, and all the captains of the forces who were in the fields, came to Gedaliah to Mitzpah, and said to him, do you know that the Bala, that the Balis, the the king of the children of Ammon, has sent Ishmael the son of Netanyah to take your life? But Gedaliah the son of Ahikam did not believe them. Now Yohanan the son of Kera'ah spoke to Gedaliah in Mitzpah secretly, saying, "Please let me go, and I will kill Ishmael the son of Netanyah, and no man will know it." Why should he take your life, that all the Jews who were gathered to you should be scattered, and that the remnant of Judah perish? But Gedaliah the son of Ahikam said to Yohanan the son of Kera'ah, You shall not do this thing, for you speak falsely of Ishmael. That was Jeremiah chapters 39 through 40. And... My name is Shia, and if you were wondering why suddenly someone else was reading the recordings, uh, my email wasn't able to finish, so I'm finishing for her. <laughs>
So now we will be reading from the writings, which will be Daniel chapter 5. King Belshazzar made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, while he tasted the wine, commanded that the golden and silver vessels which Nebuchadnezzar had taken to his father were taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem to be brought to him, and the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. Then they brought the golden vessels which were taken out of the temple of the house of God in Jerusalem. The king and his lords and his wives and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver and of bronze and of iron and of wood and of stone. In the same hour, the fingers of a man's hand came out and wrote near the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's face grew pale, and his thoughts troubled him. And the joints of his thighs were loosened, and his knees knocked one against the other. The king cried aloud to bring the enchanters, the custom, and the soothsayers. The king spoke to the wise men of Babylon. Whoever reads this writing and shows me its interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing and could not make known to the king the interpretation. Then King Belshazzar was greatly troubled and his face turned pale. The queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet house. The queen spoke and said, O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your face be changed. There is a man in the kingdom who is the spirit of the holy gods, and in the days of your father light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar your father Yes, the king your father made him master of the magicians, enchanters, custom, and soothsayers, because an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, showing of dark sentences, and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will show the interpretation. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel of the children of the captivity of Judah, whom the king my father brought out of Judah? I have heard of you that the spirit of the gods is in you, and that the light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the enchanters, have been brought before me that they should read this writing and make known to me its interpretation, but they could not show the interpretation of the thing. But I have heard of you that you can give interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if you can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around your neck and shall be third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, 
Let your gift be for yourself, and give your rewards to someone else. Nevertheless, I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. You, O king, the Most High God, gave your father um, Nebuchadnezzar the kingdom of greatness, glory, and majesty. Because the greatness that he gave him, all the peoples, nations, and tongues trembled and feared before him. He killed whom he wanted to, and kept alive whom he wanted to. He raised up whom he wanted to, and put down whom he wanted to. But when his heart was lifted up, and his spirit was hardened, so that he dealt proudly, he was disposed from the kingly throne, and his glory from him. He was driven to the, from the sons of men, and his heart was made like an animal's, and his dwelling was with the wild donkeys. He fed with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with dew of the heaven, until he knew that the Most High God rules in the kingdom of men, and that he sets up over whomever he will. But you, his son Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, though you knew all this, but have lifted up yourself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of his house before you, and you, your lords, your wives, and your concubines have drunk wine from them, and you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone, which do not see or hear or know, and you have not glorified the God in whose hand your breath is, and whose are all your ways. Then part of the hand was seen before him, and his writing was inscribed, and this is the writing that was inscribed. Mene, mene, tekel ufalsin. This is the interpretation of the king. Mene, God has counted your kingdom and brought it to an end. Tekel, you are weighted, weighed in balances and have been found and are found wanting. Peres, your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. Then Belshazzar commanded, and they clothed Daniel with purple, and put a chain of gold about his neck, and made proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. And that night, Belshazzar the Custian, the king, was slain, and Darius the Mede received the kingdom, being about sixty-two years old. That was Daniel chapter 5. And our portion from the Apostles will be 2 Corinthians chapter 7. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Open your hearts to us. We wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We took advantage of no one. I say this not to condemn you, for I have said before that you are in our hearts to die together and live together. Great is my boldness of speech towards you. Great is my boasting on your behalf. I am filled with comfort, overflow with joy in all our affliction. For even when we had come into Macedonia, our flesh had no relief, but we were afflicted on every side. Fightings were outside, fear was inside. 
But God, who comforts the lowly, comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not by his coming only, but also by the comfort with which he was comforted in while he told us of your longing, your mourning, and your zeal for me, so that I rejoice still more. For though I grieved you with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it. For I see that my letter made you grieve, though just for a while. Now I rejoice, that not that you were grieved, but, but that you were grieved to repentance, for you were grieved in a godly way, and that you might suffer loss by us in nothing. For godly sorrow brings repentance and leads to salvation without regret, but the sorrow of the world produces death. For behold, this is the same thing, that you were grieved in a godly way, what earnest care it worked in you. Yes, what defense, indignation, fear, longing, zeal, and vengeance. In all these things you demonstrated yourself to be pure in the matter. So, although I wrote to you, I wrote not for his cause that did the wrong, nor for his cause that suffered the wrong, but that your earnest care for us might be revealed in you in the sight of God. Therefore we have been comforted, and in our comfort we rejoice the more exceedingly for the joy of Titus, because his spirit has been refreshed by you all. For if in anything I have boasted to him on your behalf, I was not put to shame. But as we spoke all the things to you in truth, so our glorying also which I made before Titus was found to be the truth. And his affection is more abundantly toward you, while he remembers all of your obedience, how with the fear and trembling you have received him. I rejoice that in everything I am confident concerning you. That was Second Corinthians chapter 7. Well, that was all the readings for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. This is Shia with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom, until next time.